to the Benefits Corner podcast. Thanks for joining us. With each episode, we'll be speaking with business owners, thought leaders, and top performers. Our goal is to provide our audience with interesting, relevant information as it relates to employee benefits, Canadian healthcare, and running a business. Now, we should say up front that the views expressed by our guests are not necessarily those shared by the Benefits Corner nor its host. Now that we have that out of the way, let's get started. Today's show is brought to you by ARIA Benefits, modern advisors backed by experience and technology. Now here's your host, Robin Bailey. Hey everybody, how you doing? Welcome back to the show. So today's guest on the show is Marie-Chantal Coutet out of uh, Montreal and joining us as VP Market Development at Sun Life. And I was really happy to have her on the show because we had to cancel uh, at least once due to a flooding in the office and actually met her at the end of last year. And of course, one of the benefits of doing this podcast is meeting really interesting, uh, passionate people. And as soon as I met Marie Chantal, or MC as as, uh, you'll hear me in the podcast, really wanted to have her on and find out what was behind that passion. So we ended up talking about a lot of things, digital solutions uh, at Sun Life, some innovations uh, that are coming to the market, ways employers can save money, which as an employer myself, uh, I was always very interested in and, and always looking for ways to manage my benefits, plan costs. And last but not least, we talk about something everyone can relate to, and that's feeling stressed and overwhelmed, and what do you do in those circumstances? I really enjoyed my conversation with her. I hope you enjoy it. Cheers. MC, great to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. So I'm going to be referring to you as MC, but obviously in the introduction, everyone knows you're Marie Chantal Coté. I tried to say that with my best French accent, so hopefully, it's a great one. hopefully our francophone friends will uh, will appreciate that. So pleased to have you on the show because last time we've been scheduled for a little while now, and uh, I had to cancel on you last minute because unfortunately our office here in, uh, in Oakville was flooded with the changing temperatures. We had a water main break. So the day you were supposed to come in, we were about two or three inches of water. So I'm glad we rescheduled. I'm glad we didn't have to put it off for too long. But again, really happy to have you here. And, you know, it's funny. I was at a at a meeting yesterday and it seems every meeting I go into, whether it's with a client, whether it's with uh, other brokers, associations that, that are members of, technology mm-hmm. is always top of mind. And, and, I've, and I'm repeating myself, you know, the first 20 years of my career, there's really no changes in the last 18 months, the two years, mm-hmm. been, there's, especially with technology. There's been so much development in, in our industry. So I'm really happy to have you here because I got a lot of questions for you. So hopefully I can begin to pick your brain. I don't know if you recall, but in episode 17, mm-hmm. we had Dan Henry uh, from Sun Life uh, on the show. And he was a fantastic guest and we got tons of great feedback and a lot of questions actually mm-hmm. um, that came out of that. So I think it was uh, really well received. But Dan was talking about some of the innovative initiatives you guys are developing at Sun Life. And specifically, we talked about the new digital personal spending mm-hmm. account, which which I've seen a lot of uptake on. There's, mm-hmm. a, there's a lot of people at least asking about it. We've had a few clients implement some of those plans. But clearly, digital innovation is a top priority at Sun Life. I, I actually remember Dave Jones 
uh, make it a comment. And, and, and I apologize, Dave, I, I don't know it verbatim, but it was along the lines of Sun Life wants to be the number one digital benefits provider in Canada. Exactly. So I was very happy to hear that. And I like what Sun Life is doing. So maybe you can just kind of share, maybe give us some insight into the industry and how it influences your decisions along those lines of digital innovation. Amazing, yes. And indeed, uh, Sun Life and, and Group Benefits in, in Sun Life wants to be the leading digital benefits provider in Canada. So definitely a strong focus. So as I was thinking about this conversation uh, and some of the technology trends or digital trends that I've noticed in the market, there's four in particular that come to mind. And then I'll talk a little bit about what Sun Life is doing about them. The first one is mobile first. So it's interesting to see the growth and the speed of growth of mobile usage. Uh, by 2023, 90% of adults in developed countries will have a smartphone. And it's not just a generational thing, which some people believe. At that time, 85% of adults 55 to 75 will also be smartphone uh, consumers. So basically, there's a huge trend that is around mobile first, around leveraging mobile apps, quick moments, etc. The second piece is around big data and being proactive. So in this era of data, etc., uh, there's a lot of focus on, on leveraging that data to be very relevant to the clients uh, in being helpful and being proactive. So that's the second trend. Uh, artificial intelligence, we hear about it everywhere, and we see it in some areas in the industry around chatbots, for example. Oh, okay. So chatbots, for example, is where you see an opportunity to chat with somebody while you're doing something. And in some scenarios, in the very beginning, it's not a person talking back to us or chatting back with us. It is actually a, a robot that is smart and can try to understand what we're asking and guide us. This helps with like 24-7 ability to chat, etc. And the fourth piece is voice. So interesting, we're having this podcast. But by 2020, more than 50% of searches in Google will be done via voice. Uh, today, 20% of searches on a mobile device are done by voice. So with Siri, for example. So the voice technology with different devices is emerging. Today, 13% of households in the U.S. have at least one smart speaker. But we expect that to be 50, 55%. You know, that's an interesting point because... For years, I'd, I'd come out of a meeting, and of course, I had taken notes on paper, and I'd go back to the office, and I'd enter them into my notes on my computer. Yes. And then I thought I was very forward-thinking, because I would sit in my car and enter those notes by hand on, <laughs> on, on my smartphone. And most recently, I realized, oh, there's a little key on there where I can actually use voice exactly. when I come out of a meeting to record, and it's incredibly accurate. Exactly. So I think you're right. I mean, especially old school guys like me are jumping on board and, and, and using their mobile device and using voice. Exactly. I think you're right. I think you know, exactly. you're going to continue to see that Exactly. Growth. And we see it even when we sit in the car today. How many commands do we use uh, voice to command things in the car? So that is using voice technology. Oh, absolutely. So at Sun Life, we're, we're looking at these trends and we're constantly evolving the solutions we provide, trying to keep this in mind. What's also interesting is we, we really take seriously the feedback we get from, from advisors like you, uh, from plan sponsors and from uh, plan members and Canadians. And we hear thoughts and insights that are not just coming from the group benefits or the insurance industry, but some of the things we talked about before, we, we actually inspire ourselves from a variety of industries in order to help really solve their problems and, and help Canadians live healthier lives. So it's really looking broader and really taking seriously the feedback 
and the input we get and doing some tests and seeing what's working and what's not working uh, to adjust. So, so indeed, um, it's a very uh, innovative space and it's a space that, that at Sunlight we take very seriously uh, in order to, to help our clients, help sponsors, reduce benefit costs, etc. Yeah, and I, I have to, you touched on a point I think I, I have to mention, you know, one of the things that's always impressed me and, and I've had a few clients come back to me and, and, and comment on it, the bright services guarantee. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think that's quite innovative. I mean, it's not, we're not talking about digital innovation necessarily mm-hmm. with that, but the fact that Sun Life comes back mm-hmm. and says, hey, did we do what we said we were going to do? Yeah. If we screwed up, we're going to be financially responsible that's for that. Right. That's so, right. you know, a lot of clients have come back and said, that's pretty impressive. So to your point, I've been impressed with Sun Life that are willing to say, hey, listen, we're, we want to listen to clients. We want to listen to what the broker community is, gonna, mm-hmm. is saying, because the broker a lot of times that's a very high trust relationship. Mm -hmm. So when I hear things from clients, if I keep that to myself, well, nothing is going to change. So I will, not only with Sun Life, of course, but I'll share that with other carriers. But it's evident to me that Sun Life really takes that to heart and tries to adapt and and make some of those changes, right? So very interesting. For sure. So MC, you mentioned that Sun Life innovation is driving benefits costs lower. And I actually recently read a piece uh, that you wrote uh, called uh, Bending the Benefits Cost Curve. And what you're doing to empower plan members to get engaged during the claim cycle and imagining their health, of course. Can you tell me more about how you're doing this? Yes, so as you're well aware and your colleagues are well aware, ideally in a perfect benefits world, the providers would be charging the same amount for products and services. But that's not the case. So the providers charge different different prices for different things and it, and it creates inefficiencies that cost employees and employers millions of dollars each year. And, and we all have on our radar to think about sustainability of plans and making sure that as we look ahead, employers will be able to continue to provide good plans for their employees and employees can get the most value and live healthier lives through those plans. So what we're doing is we're using our digital innovation to help empower consumers, health consumers, through proactive and personalized engagements. So really it's about understanding options and being smarter health consumers. So what we've done is we've thought about the, uh, our innovations in three things. We've thought about innovations needing to either provide better value, provide better access, or better choice to either sponsors or plan members. So that way we're sure that the innovations we're bringing are actually being helpful and solving problems. So when we talk about earlier about bending the cost curve, we categorize that around better value. And really what we're doing is through our mobile app and through uh, our website, we have a capability called provider search. Okay. And, and it includes now things like cost indicators. So we have the information from a claims history. We know everybody who's submitted claims in the past, and we know for certain services how much people have paid in the spectrum. And now we're able to give some signals to that through $1 sign, $2 signs, and $3 signs of what is the right provider that will bring you the most value and allow you to get the most value from your plan. 69% of the members that are using that would use it again before their next purchase to help educate them. So really, uh, we've done a pilot before around compression socks, and and I don't know if you you heard about that pilot, where basically we found that for the same compression socks, there was a significant difference in cost, uh, going from less than $100 to more than $200 for the same socks. So what we did is we provided that information with personalized nudges to members and helped them first understand that difference, and and secondly, helped them find these, these other options that allow them to get the most value. 
And with that, we reduced the claims cost by 18% just on those compression socks. Incredible. So really, it's it, that's one aspect. We have other aspects around better choice, better choice. We help people, uh, for example, as they get their claims payment, we can help them save by choosing to put that in, for example, an RSP or TFSA. So that's more choices. Uh, we have more access, digitizing some of our processes around disability claims, etc. We have better value uh, around providing discounts, etc. So we're trying to frame all our digital offering around that framework of access, value and choice so that we always serve a purpose. Yeah, and I think that's really welcome news. And and of course, I'm I'm about to say welcome news for employers and, and realizing that I'm an employer. Mm. You know, we've got a 15 life group here. And, and of course, we love providing benefits. It's part of our setting our corporate policy, creating that corporate culture. Of so course. it's something that we definitely want to continue. But, and I, and I think, you know, you touched on it as well, it's getting difficult for an mm-hmm. employer because they're rising healthcare costs. We have biologics and, and as you say, prices are going up. Mm-hmm. There's different prices for different things. So as an employer, I love that there's some technology in place that will help my employees say, hey, listen, there's a couple of different costs here. And we were mm-hmm. talking about compression mm-hmm. stockings. And you know, there's a there's a great difference in pricing. So anything that can nudge, uh, something that can take my claims experience a little bit lower and help employees spread their uh, their dollar a little bit further, I think it's really welcome news. So that's uh, that's fantastic. You told us about some unique offerings you've been in implementing. Maybe talk to us about how do plan members access these tools? I mean, I'm guessing there's a strong digital component at play here. Yeah, digital is definitely core as our strategy, as we discussed in, in the beginning. So I read this quote by George Westerman, who's a principal research scientist at MIT, who says, when digital transformation is done right, it's like a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. But when done wrong, all you have is a really fast caterpillar. <laughs> so at Sun Life, we want butterflies. Okay, That's for gotcha. sure. So we have really uh, digitized many things and, and we're trying to give people more choices. So, for example, you know, our, our Sun Life mobile app. Uh, we're very proud that, that there's many capabilities there, submitting claims, disability, uh, provider search. Uh, and it's it's a well-liked uh, financial app, number one in its space, etc. We have our secure site, as you know, and, and many, many capabilities there. And uh, last year, we really started uh, a lot more on the voice assistant devices. So again, trying to continue to bring more choices, uh, different options to people, different ways to engage. Uh, so, so here, uh, we've launched uh, some capabilities there around financial a provider, even Canadians can find a provider using their device and using Ella without even being a plan member. Very cool. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about, it seems like I'm, I'm saying this over and over again, but it seems to be true. And I'm realizing this as I'm sitting with you. And I think I realized it the first time we met. Sun Life hires amazing people. And, and whoever is at the top making these decisions really should get a pat on the back because uh, everyone I've met so far have been incredible. And, and I will include past Sun Life employees. Mm-hmm. They go on to other carriers, unfortunately for you guys, uh, sometimes <laughs> fortunately for me because I, I retain these relationships, but they seem to bring on really good people. And, and case in point was another former guest, James Guest. Mm-hmm. And he was from the Toronto office and he joined me on one of my earlier podcasts and he talked about how Sun is using data analytics mm-hmm. and AI or artificial intelligence to help educate plan members, which I think is incredibly uh, important. And I find this to be a really exciting topic. Are you able to provide us with an update on how using, you know, you just mentioned it, digital coach Ella, 
plus other initiatives that you have underway to you know help that along. For sure, for sure. So Ella, uh, indeed our digital coach, some of our, our plan members will have seen Ella. Uh, she's really there to help members by nudging them about things that are relevant and timely for them. She's um, made 17 million impressions uh, so far and engaged with 490,000 plan members. So a lot going on there. And it's really about, uh, you know, we talked earlier about the compression stocking example. So Ella was involved in that. She was personally nudging plan members that had submitting claims around compression stockings to help them understand their choice. So, so Ella is, is knowledgeable, uh, she's caring, she's optimistic, and she really watches out. I mentioned earlier in the intelligent voice assistant devices, uh, Ella is also involved there, whether it's for members, but also for Canadians. So Canadians can talk to Ella uh, on their devices and she can help you find a provider near where you are located right now. Do you now. have to be a Sun Life member for you, that? You do not have to be a Sun Life oh, member. Oh, interesting. I, okay, yeah. I didn't know that. So you can find a, a provider near you. You can find a provider with a higher rating, etc. All of that. Interesting. Uh, and then the other thing is we also use data analytics in, in other areas, like, for example, fraud prevention. And, and I know it's not in the same spectrum as Ella Nudging, but it's really important in, in our area. And, and we use data and analytics, for example, to detect unusual or suspicious claiming patterns or to monitor claim submissions, etc. So that's where we're using data analytics, etc., to really help, again, all of us get the most value from our dollars and, and prevent or manage frauds. So that's another area. That, that is, again, less on the um, cool side of things, but, yeah. but really important. But I think it's important. And you touched yeah. on fraud, and, and there's a new campaign out, Fraud is Fraud. I think it's fraudisfraud.ca. And it's, and it's a really powerful video of you know police or security guards walking into an office and you know arresting someone for benefit fraud. And exactly. It, and I, I think in the past, people, well, it's a, it's a faceless insurance company. There's no victim. Mm. And the victim really is all of us. Exactly. I mean, it's employers where the costs are going up and, and a lot of plans have cost sharing options. So exactly. it's, all the, it's all the employees as well. So I think using technology to curb or hopefully get rid of some of that, that of is, is good for everyone, exactly. right? Exactly. So I love having you here and I love talking benefits and, and we were talking about a bunch of stuff before the podcast and I'm sure we'll talk to you about a bunch of stuff after. But I wanted to ask you because you're an executive, you know, you're, you're always flying. You flew in this morning from, from Montreal, right? So thank you for doing that for us. Thank you. But let's talk about stress. Mm-hmm. Every single one of my listeners, whether you're another broker, whether you're a prospect, whether you're a client, if you're living, you're running into stress. Mm-hmm. So someone like yourself... What do you do when you feel overwhelmed, you know, you're stressed out, you've even lost focus? Mm-hmm. What do you do? Give us some hints here. So I have two things. So I am not naturally athletic at all, okay. but I became athletic and I am now a runner. So I ran my first marathon a year and a half ago, doing my second one this year, but more out of necessity originally. Some people wake up in the morning and say, let me go for a run. I don't do that. Yeah, I can't do that either. No, <laughs> but, that's but, not me. But it became me because of exactly that. Uh, I find that physical activity and a, a physical challenge helps me release stress, helps me refocus. Honestly, the physical pain of running uphill makes me forget for half a second what my problem yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. So that's one thing I found, honestly. And the second thing is I also found that sometimes putting a temporary distance with whatever is is a problem, like so writing it down on paper, closing yeah. the book and going to watch a movie, uh, let's say, and then coming back uh, in the evening the next day or whatever, also helps me uh, put perspective, but I think the physical exercise and, and the 
running in particular, I'm part of a running group and we kind of forget what it is we do for a living. We just go together, face a challenge. We've had a tough winter. So go outside running in the winter and yeah. just complain about that and forget everything else. Well, I, I can relate. I was, I was never a runner growing up and uh, somehow I fell into running this year and, and now I love it. I love it because you're right. So generally I'm doing a 30 or 45 minute interval run and because it's really challenging, yes. you're forgetting about everything. Yeah. So I think it's a great way to de-stress. The second point you made, and, and I think it brings back an old saying, just sleep on it. Yeah. And I'll do the same thing because I find with you know having the podcast and running the business, and we've got two different brands that we're running, and certainly I think other people can relate. There's, there's tons of stuff going on in life. If I don't write those problems down, mm-hmm. I'll be thinking about it mm-hmm. all night and, mm-hmm. I, and I'll often lose sleep. So now I keep a notebook beside the bed mm-hmm. and I'll write those things down so they're out of my head and nine times out of 10, a better solution comes up the next day I or agree. the following I day. Agree. So I think that's really I good agree. advice. So loved having you on the show. Thank you for having um, me. If people want to reach out to Sun Life to talk to, who should they be? Their account to? executive is always okay. a great contact. I know they have great partnerships and we're yes. really close to all of them. So they reach out to us as needed on anything. So yes. Yeah. And I, and I agree with that too. I mean, our account executive, Killian McCarthy is fantastic. We've had some great conversations. And what I like about him is he, he really seems to care about the end oh, yeah. user who is the client and really tries to come up with a solution yeah, that makes sense. Sure. So so we'll wrap it up there. Thank uh, you so much I would love to, anytime you're back in town, you have an open invitation to ours, whether we're recording a podcast or not. So that wraps it up for today. Okay, friends, as always, I loved having this conversation here today. I really hope you did as well. All of our podcasts get posted up to our website, www.ariabenefits.ca, of course, on iTunes and Google Play, as well as any podcatcher uh, that you have on your mobile device. If you want to reach out to me with any questions or feedback, I'm at rbailey at Aria Benefits or by joining the conversation on LinkedIn. We'll see you next time on the Benefits Corner.